Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Here's Nikki. Hello, here I am. Welcome to the show. It's the Nikki Glazer Podcast. It's Thursday. I'm in studio in St. Louis. Just got back, flew in, landed about an hour and 15 minutes ago. Um, I am in studio with Andrew Collin here in my apartment. And joining us via Zoom um, is uh, Noah, of course, in Arizona. And then also, um, repeat guest from yesterday's show. We're so glad to have him back. He feels like... Just so much a part of the show, the fabric of our show. He is just woven in already. <laughs> it's um, Ben Glebe, who has a special out on YouTube right now called uh, The Mad King, and it's on YouTube for free. Make sure you watch it. It might be shadow banned. Uh, we don't know. Any any updates, Ben? Uh, all I know is after your podcast yesterday, the views have gone up somewhat significantly. So whether I'm still shadow banned or not, it is, it is working. Your I'm so kind glad to hear that. Your are working. Ben was so funny yesterday. He was like, you know, on your long flight, a great way to pass the time is to finish a third of a special. <laughs> <laughs> Did you finish He's it? so sweet. Did you no, do it? 
Well, that was pointless. I got him. No, it wasn't. I wasn't trying to be funny with that take. I was trying to get you to watch the last third. I'm going. I'm honestly. I never watch my. I never finish things, but I. I have every intent to finish it, and um, I even talked to my parents about it today, and I was like, "You gotta watch Ben Special. You're gonna love it so much." So, Nikki's defense, it's a short flight. Yeah, it's only what <laughs> three and a half hours. Yeah, you know, I slept the whole time. It was this morning. It and watching so it at one point seven speed, you could have finished it in ninety seconds. But I the know. point is, instead, I watched Sam Harris on this. Um, do you know these guys, the trigonometry guys? It feels nope. like guys you would know. No, oh, but it sounds like a title you're not supposed to say out loud. Are we allowed to say I that? know. I got really nervous yeah, I as math. I said it. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> the, the, uh, but yeah. I was listening to, the, I was watching Sam Harris on that. I'm going to send it to you, Ben, because I really want to hear what your, your, your thoughts what on Sam. What about my thoughts on Sam? Well, can I tell you some of the words that I wrote down that I heard that I loved that were so hard for me yeah. to, like, that I want to use in my in my daily speech a little bit more? Mm-hmm. Yes. Even though I feel like Sam talks way too slow and it's a little self-indulgent, but go ahead. He does, but he, there's no ums, and he's very. No likes. Yeah, but it feels like he's he trying says. to fuck me the whole time he talks. He's always like, I know, I kind of like it. Yeah, I, I think you want to fuck sense. him. I think he's actually getting to you, and your dick gets a little hard, and you don't, and you question yourself whether Dude, you should get married. In this video too, he be. looks so. I gotta say, he looks hot. <laughs> it could be. I refer to <laughs> him in my own mind as Sam Hairless. <laughs> oh, he's hairful in this. He's got a good head of hair, and he's got a good hairful beard. on that. Um, <laughs> trigonometry. Okay, I, I was trying so hard to think of one for geometry, and I couldn't. Oh, um, geometry. No. <laughs> no. Okay, here's some words. Vitiate. Uh, what? Vitiate. Yeah. Vitiate. What, what is that? That's vitiate. not a word. I don't think that's real. Yeah, it is. Vitiate. I think it means to destroy. To is vitiate. this a game it where half the like... words you say are not real? No, these are real. Vitiate. Wait, hold on. Let me look at look up the vitiate? meaning. Vitiate. Like vitiate. if you're like if you're about to like be a, be like a lion judge in a tennis match. Oh, to spoil or impair the quality or efficiency of to vitiate. Okay, yeah, invidious. Invidious. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> In a tennis match. Invidious is a new Russell Brand movie. That's <laughs> right. John Mayer album. Are you not lacking vocabulary? <laughs> Invidious. It's a car? Is it a kind of car? Invidious. Or it's on. a computer. Like it's a computer brand. Um, likely to arouse or incur resentment or anger in others. Invidious. Oh, That's wow. a good word. It's Wait, just, is there mm. a... Which eviscerate Invidious. Is there a common there? Is it likely to arouse or cause anger? Or arouse anger. Um, likely to arouse or incur resentment or anger. So arouse oh, okay. anger. Yeah, oh, not, not likely to arouse. And then anger. atomized. Atomized. What does that mean? That means does you not like vaporized. At- you like get rid of something. Atomized. That's a guy named Adam looking through his eyes. New special coming um, out on Showtime. Reduced to atoms. <laughs> reduced to atoms. I, I got know. that one right. I got that one right pretty much. Yeah, to like distill something down to its like particles. Smallest form. Smallest parts. Yeah. Yeah. But- I don't know. I'm just trying to. It's so hard to get new vocab going in your life. I really want to be better with words. It takes me back to what I was saying yesterday. Like, I feel like sometimes I'm just like, duh, uh, duh. But do you uh, think that Sam Harris practices learning? No, he's just well read. But also, I think that the general public is so stupid that it's. I try to not use big words very intentionally so that people know what I'm saying. Like, there's so much disinformation in the world now. We need to make sure we say gets to everybody. So right. the bigger words you use, you're just pleasing yourself and maybe but Sam Harris. But there's Google. Look it up. You no know, like I no think we should challenge that. people to do that. Well, then, so we stoop to their yeah. stoop? We atomize it? We, yeah. 
We break it down I, to its most basic invidiousness. I don't think. Hey, <laughs> eviscerate that thought. When yeah, people use it, words they don't it. understand, I'm Listen, not like, Vish. wow, they're they they are so cool or like smarter than me. I just am like, oh, that's a more interesting way to present this. It's more. It 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 draws my focus more. I don't know. I I like when people. I don't think there's any part of Sam Harris who's like, look how smart I am. He just yeah. uses these words like they they are. You know, some just people slang will speak with quotes. I don't really understand that. Like learning a quote just to. Do you guys make know any quotes? I don't do you, know one I don't have quote. Like single quote. I here's something. You want to know I something do. crazy? I, I don't know really? one okay. thing. My dad. I don't have one. Like my dad always said. Really? <laughs> I don't have one of those. My dad always said, I'm not going to be home tonight for dinner. Okay. No, did, did, did he say that? Did your dad say that? Well, he said that with a look. Andrew. <laughs> or my just da- with not being there. My By dad always said. his car phone off the line. <laughs> Can you do that? What did your dad always say? My then? dad always said, go to the dance with the girl who brought you. But I think he's getting it wrong because... Why is a girl bringing me to the dance? And if you're at, already at the, if you're already at the dance with the girl, you already did go there with her. So what's the advice? I'm not really sure. Sadie Hawkins, he's talking. Yeah, about. yeah. but she, if she already bubble. brought you there, then she bubble. brought you there. It, it was, it was. That was the pitch. Wait, Wait a second. What does that mean? I guess it means like be happy with what you have. Exactly. Yes. Don't, don't try to change. Look at what a, don't right. change horses. My mid-stream. mom used to say that a lot. Don't Just, try Nikki, to fuck be the happy homecoming with what queen. God gave you. Come, mm. shut up about this. You're, stop it. Just be happy with what you got. Okay, that's a good quote. I hated it because it's just, you know what it is? It's admitting, yeah, so you're ugly. Just just accept it. And I don't like that. My mom's best quote was, you really are going to keep the beard? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a passive-aggressive <laughs> way of being like, you look disgusting. Oh, God. Yeah. People just can say that so much uh, so little. My mom would get from her Jewish mother and then it would just pass. And then she'd complain about how her Jewish mother's too... You know, like, you know, breaking her down. You're wearing that dress. You're doing your hair like that. Yeah. Old old people in general, and especially Jewish grandparents, had this incredible ability to just insult you straight up. And, like, people can't (laughs) do it anymore. They'd be like, oh, you're gaining some weight. You've gained a little weight, huh? And it's like, I mean, I I suppose, but the fuck? Yeah, you're old as shit, bitch. There's (laughs) such a judgment about gaining weight. Like, it shouldn't be... This huge thing. Yeah. When you're a huge thing. Pun like intended. It, yeah, it, it, exactly. we, have, we have so. Pun intended. We have so we have so much um, shame around like what it means if you've gained weight. It means you're lazy. It means you don't care about uh, yourself or other people. It means you're just a glutton. Like there are so many sins that are checked off if you've gained weight. When really it's like. I don't know. There's something about it that when I've gained weight, it means like I'm so embarrassed. Like everyone's going to think that I'm and because my biggest fear is being lazy. But the thing is, people that gain weight are not lazy. And it's just such a, you know, misconception, I think. But that is my biggest fear of of being deemed lazy I don't in think some gaining, way. And not just about ga- gaining weight, but I mean, I don't think gaining weight is an indicator that you're like particularly like on top of things or a go-getter, but it doesn't necessarily mean you're lazy either. Mm, to me, it does. No, I, I feel like most people that gain weight are stressed out about the life that they have that is so... I mean, there of course, there are people that just but then, like... Could that cause laziness? See, I think that's where I get hung up because... Yes, the first part, but then it causes them to be late. Like, yeah, because lazy when you is like eat a, a lot and you become your blood gets coagulated. You don't yeah. really want to work out and move, and it it it, it begets laziness because yeah, you can't I, yes. like move as much. 
but gaining weight is just a it's it's because food is the cheapest and most affordable and accessible drug and unregulated drug everyone's in pain everyone wants to escape their egos and their psyches and feeling bad about themselves and the stress of life and work and everything and money and the only thing to anesthetize it is either get wasted which is as much quicker um consequences in your life than stuffing your face it's like when you stuff your face you feel like shit but it doesn't show up for a while like it's food is just this drug that we don't really track but when i see someone who's over you know morbidly overweight which i I think don't think obese people like that term i rarely go oh they have a thyroid condition i just go they're in pain Mm -hmm. and they're just trying they're they're a drug addict and i don't feel any kind of like judgment of like that lazy piece of shit i'm just like oh that's what i do with pot or you know whatever what yeah. what does it They're mean just to you to... what does it mean to you I'm out. that that you just did that rant about how, how how food is this this very destructive drug and it just made me very hungry yeah i mean because like, i was fe- not deterred at it, all it's soothing have you had yeah. breakfast yeah, I had a quick well, breakfast. because we need food. That's the only thing you don't need heroin to survive. That's the difficult thing about food is that it's hard to put it. You can't quit cold turkey. No pun intended. You I just- think I would eat heroin if it was mayonnaise was in it. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice no one's ever heroin put heroin salad. in a sandwich. Yeah, or a salad. That's not a bad idea. Chop it up. See, I think they're doing the whole needle thing. Just put some heroin on a nice. Uh, Have nice you guys sourdough? ever been close to doing? like crack or heroin because i think that in college some people are it's 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 out there more than we think or meth even in college or a, a, a few kids that like we'd get really fucked up on every other drug and then they were like well what's the the last thing to do is buy crack off a guy in an alley yeah there's always the a guy in an alley yeah i go, well, it's like, dude i did crack last night what was it like uh i don't know the rest of my life's also horrible. <laughs> so it's. Like- I heard it tastes really bad. It smells and tastes disgusting. Oh, crack. interesting. Yeah, I did. Clo- close as I came, I did speed in a in a park in Amsterdam with a homeless guy. <laughs> it, there's always a homeless man involved when yeah. there's these hard. Okay, wait, wait, go back. Yeah, well, let's this get one. get us there. I this one you were able to finally speak. This no. <laughs> this was actually the same night that I that I figured out how, how to not be cold. How to, how to not be cold outside. Is it really? It is the same night. Oh my god! So so wait, Nikki's you, been living off this thing, and you came up with this thought Bentley, with a homeless guy on speed. Ben Leap has changed my life with this little life hack. Where if you're ever cold, all you have to do is think about the fact that your blood is probably around ninety eight point six degrees. Where if you drew a bath that was ninety eight point six degrees, you'd be fairly comfortable i mean that's a warm even if you were in the snow even if you're outdoors in the snow and that's just external and your blood is inside your body coursing (laughs) through your veins think of that having like this piping of like this hot liquid going through you instantly you get warmer it is a great life hack it will keep you uh warm in the winter months that are never coming because the world is heating up but um that's correct so you learned this from the homeless man no no i just i realized it separately i was tripping on mushrooms in vondel park in amsterdam (laughs) i was with my girlfriend time and during the course of this very long night we ended up doing we, we, we were we were smoking weed and mushrooms I, I i did a little speed with this homeless guy in the park we befriended him we, what is he, it like to do speed would you smoke it or you no we, no i think we just in i think we Tap snorted it, it i think we snorted it snort oh yeah okay did you go to him or did he come to you or was he there came over and, of- 
He came over into this little playground we were playing in, and he gave me a gift of a crushed gold ring when we first met him. And so I trusted him because he gave me a gift. And normally homeless people ask for stuff and don't give you stuff. And right. so I liked him a lot. And then and then he invited us to see his home in the park under a huge umbrella. Then he invited us onto his houseboat that he was squatting illegally on. And he had a, a brand new bottle of cognac and books. And we snuck into this boat. And that night ended up with him with my girlfriend and I inviting him back to our hotel room, this five-star hotel room, and we and I got engaged briefly that night as well oh, while he was no using way. our bathroom. And then, yeah, it was... With the uh, ring that he gave you? With was the he ring that notary? he gave me, yeah. With the ring that he gave me, because I realized <laughs> really? I got a ring, and it was this magical <laughs> night, and I'd been thinking about asking her to marry oh, me. Oh, my God. And he was in Are the you, bathroom. Was his name Gollum? <laughs> like, I feel like this is all a magical Wait a second, how story. old were you, and then what happened with that engagement? Like, did you wake up the next day, and you're like, oh, God. <laughs> yep. like pretty much <laughs> yeah. was she still psyched or she was, was she psyched. like we're gonna let that one pass well like, she was psyched she was psyched so the whole trip we like stayed in in like budget it was like 50 dollars a night like terrible hotels but then she was pretty well off my my ex-girlfriend she was a tv host and like this model and very successful yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> and i wasn't but she treated us for the last night of the trip to this like 500 dollars a night hotel and so we invited this guy to come experience luxury because he'd been living in the streets or whatever. And he was afraid he was going to die and when the when it started snowing in Amsterdam. So I went went to an ATM and I gave him $500 and like saved his life oh so he could God. go to Spain and live in, the, in Spain. He ended up sending me a postcard from Spain. So I think we did save Aww. his life. But sweet. But then he came to our hotel room and everybody in the hotel thought we were about to fuck this guy for sure because... Like, oh yeah. Why, why are we bringing him in there? And I told him like, go enjoy the bathroom for like an hour, shower and shave, and use the bathrobes and hang out. I want some private time. And come out me. and murder us if you want. Yeah. Well, I put a coffee right? can on top of a chair under the doorknob so I would hear if he came out of the bathroom. Oh, really? That That's was a smart. little bit of on mistrust. Speed. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And while yeah. he was in there, I was like, oh my god, he gave and me and just a to collect ring. change if he wanted to panhandle just a coffee cup. <laughs> <laughs> he likes a jiggling noise. Story. <laughs> Are you hearing what's coming out of no, this? No, I mean, this makes complete sense yeah, to me. Yeah. Knowing Ben Glebe, like, makes friends everywhere he goes, never met a stranger, like, especially a younger Ben on speed. I mean, mm-hmm. this is textbook. Yeah, yeah. And then... Okay. And then he cut... And so I asked him to marry me. the ATM me. to give the guy $500 yeah. so he can move to Spain. I, that was a mistake. I probably would do the same thing. Yeah, but that it was, was a mistake. mistake. It was a mistake so. because... You know where it paid off in this story? Yeah. That's true, but 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 it, the part two of that, just to flash forward quickly, we then we came back. We we're having lunch with my parents, and I like very proudly, and my girlfriend and I are at lunch, and I very proudly told them them, them the story of 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 giving this guy five hundred bucks. My parents jaw dropped. They were like, I said it with pride, and they were like, "You're broke. You can't afford that. So you're gonna go on a ten dollar a day budget from now on for the next oh, year." Jewish parents just being rude. Yeah, ruining my vibe. Wow. And so I did I it. Hate and when that happens, when you tell your parents something, and then oh. they or anyone something, and you're like, "Look at this thing," and they go, "Wait, what did you do?" And it's like, you're an "Oh idiot. no, yeah, yeah." yeah. Okay, and, so keep and going. And so girlfriend. My, my girlfriend uh, was actually cool because, like, she lived in a house. She was, this, you know, famous TV host. She had Aston Martin, and she was cool with living we, on ten dollars. This day. is sure, yeah. She's a wonderful human, Courtney Hansen. Courtney um, Hansen, okay. Yeah, while we were they dating, I remember you dating her. Yeah, yeah. While we were dating, she was the she was one of the hundred sexiest women in the world on on FHM. So that was oh the, my god, wow, the, that was a thing, but. So she was like, and she was a little older than me, and I don't know if I should have said that. And so she, you know, she was cool so with the it. Same she, way with the duck rape yesterday. 
Unfortunately, she was older than me. Unfortunately, and I want to. Uh, I want to get ahead of this. Yeah. Well, I mean, before. Also, she only has one vagina, just for the record. <laughs> that you know about. That's half the homeless guy. I mean, that looked pretty close. Cool. <laughs> oh, oh, but that brings up a thing. So back, oh, yeah. to, back to that. So then, she back in the room. room. <laughs> <laughs> Why you got to bring down your five hundred dollars? <laughs> He's better off than Ben was at that point. At least he's not moving me for my money and my oh, own eyes oh my or whatever. God. I don't know. Oh, my God. So he's in the bathroom, and I realized he gave me this ring, and I wanted to ask her to marry me. So I asked her to marry me, and she says yes, and then the guy comes out, and I have him take How long have you been together? Four months. Oh, boy. And yeah. Aston Martin months, that's pretty long. That's a good point. And then... <laughs> And then he like hugs me to celebrate, and then he hugs her. And then the next morning, the bloom's like totally off the rose. She tells me, just so you know, when he hugged me, he kind of rubbed his finger up my asshole. And I was like, uh oh. Oh my God. So we met and him so the next day. So then she was day. a ruined woman, and you broke up. Correct. With her. I was like, well, you're, you're, you're now no good to me. Please. When he flowered, this your asshole. And this comes back right. saving that for marriage. <laughs> to your dad's right. quote. <laughs> <laughs> Go to the asshole with the finger that brought you there. <laughs> and with that, we got to go to break. We'll be right back with more Ben Gleeb after this. The Bad Gang. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots. The podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. 
So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. That was a very fast pee. Well, it was a fast pee. I just took a pee on the break. We're back. Um, I didn't wash my hands. I just want to be clear about that. So no one touched didn't, me. Didn't wash your No, hands? because I was just inspired by that homeless man's Wait, story. Wait, we can't touch you at all? It's just no, your hands. <laughs> well, my asshole. You can graze it. If you give me a hug at the I'm um, Nikki Grazer. <laughs> I'm just picturing. Why am I picturing a horse eating grass? Do you know what is back? Do you know what is back? <laughs> that well, actually is turning me on. Oh my god! <laughs> Open asshole. Open asshole. No, what is back is men telling, just being creeps. Oh, or maybe I'm just like putting out a vibe or something. But you know, I went to, through the airport uh, TSA the other day with a mask on. Also, the guy that was checking my ID had a mask on, and he goes, "Smile to me." He tells me to smile, Oy. and I go, "You smile." Like after it took me about three seconds to like get the courage to be like, I'm not going to have this asshole tell me to smile. Well, so, you're going through. Yeah. TSA. Check- OK. So that's a TSA officer. And maybe you shouldn't get an attitude with them. But I'm also like, fuck you. So I go through, give my ID and he goes, smile. And I go and he's just a little twerp. And I go, you smile. And he goes, I do. And I was like, oh, that's a good point. <laughs> like he actually was like, he was, already said I am or something. And I was like, oh, OK. That reminds me. I told a girl one time, like, uh, you have contacts. In, and she goes, you have contacts. 
And it was just like an ultimate response where you right. can't argue that back. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was like, you do, you do. That's yes. how it feels. So wait, so what did that, and then did and you And then just... there's this guy in our building oh. that I can't stop seeing. I, I, I see no one in our, I don't even see you. I don't see anyone I, in our I building regularly. I guess who it is. I bet you I know who it is. Yeah. Well, he's not like, it's just. The doorman? No. It's, it's, he's always holding he, the door just, open for me, <laughs> waiting for me to come through the yeah, door. Yeah, he asks me how my day is. Oh. I see him all the time, yeah. too. Hello, Miss Glazer. Yeah. He's holding a package. I've got a big teeth, little girl. I, I've got a big package for you, Miss Glazer. Yeah. No, it's this, it's, and he's totally harmless and he's probably sweet, but there's this thing that I really don't like when men get like, um, the, the attitude with you of like, cheer up. Like, what's going on? Uh, like, I was just in, I just saw him for the third, I think it's been three times that I've encountered this man and he, outside he said, hey neighbor one time to me and I was kind of like, oh, hot, hi. Another time he, it was just a, a, just a basic encounter and then this time he was just like, Wow, you're really zoning out there. And I'm like, I'm in an elevator. Am I supposed to look at you? I'm looking at... F- what, when you are in an elevator, do you look around? No, you zone you, out. You zone out. Yeah, you try to yeah. end this as quick as possible. And you're. And he's like, well, it's a lot of luggage. Like, there's always these, like, negs of, like, how long were you gone? Yeah. And I'm, like, this this new... You got baggage, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just... I hate elevator jokes. I get mad when I don't get hit on. Is this what getting hit on is? Because I, I don't know. Well, you used to say you never get hit. I know, now, now it's happening a lot. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to be so incredibly judgmental of any attempt to talk to you, it's going to discourage people from saying hi. That is a good point. Okay. But it just friendly hellos, not just this like, let me figure something out to make this girl feel bad about herself. Hmm. Isn't that maybe not the approach? Yeah. Zoning out yeah. is it's not a nice thing to say. Well, you're really zoning out there. It's like, what? Yeah, why don't you what do you smile expect? I'm always supposed zoning. to be smiling and like just happy about the world. It's like I well, you're creeping me out. Why that Wow, life sure is like beating you down. Would you like to fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are you in a depression? This guy doesn't have a lot of line. You can tell that he's trying his best, so I maybe I shouldn't be so judgmental, but I just don't wanna can't we all just not talk to each other? Yeah, I wonder yeah. if it's a like a pre- I'm forward to going preconceived like rest. I'm gonna neg this girl to get her attention. Yes, it is. Do you feel like it's that it's an, more it's, than listen? I mean, or is it just I, like a friendly kind of hey neighbor? Like, I know we yeah, have single men listening of. that are so like, what do I do? How do I talk to a woman if it's not meeting on the apps? Like, what do you say at the grocery store? It's like saying something nice yeah. is maybe a better approach than saying something negative yeah. of like, if he could have been like, where are you coming from? That would have been, I wouldn't be commenting on it right now. I really wouldn't be like, there's this creep that asked me where I was coming from. I really don't think I would. It's this like negative thing. I'm looking forward. I'm going on vocal rest like uh, for three weeks, zero talking, not allowed to make a fucking peep. This is wild. I mean, I'd, you got to film this, I think. I know. I kind of want to document it. Because, you should definitely document this. So I'm getting um, vocal cord surgery on September 8th, and um, it will be three weeks of no speech at all. Not a peep, not a laugh, not a clearing my throat, nothing. I, I've got a shirt that says I'm on vocal rest. Can't, don't talk to me. Are you allowed I to sneeze? I have a sweatshirt that says don't talk to me. Can you sneeze? You know, deaf people do not make a sound when they sneeze. So sneezing and going, really? ah! is an affect that Whoa. we take on as, yeah isn't that interesting while you're while ducks, you're on vocal rest can you go up duck to rape. A duck rape yep i want to make duck sure rape, that, eh? that i didn't step on that make sure people yeah. heard that but when you're mm-hmm. on vocal rest that's you're also like, my advice to women about avoiding rape duck rape 
duck rape baby. Duck uh, it. Smart, very smart. <laughs> yeah, that's a good campaign. That's a good yeah. campaign. Just grow more slogan. pussies. That's gonna be my be best if I'm ever first lady. <laughs> <laughs> duck uh, rape. While you're on vocal rest, are you gonna go up to people in the mall and hand them pamphlets to read and ask for ask for donations? Oh yeah, they do that, right? I don't Deaf know. People, I feel like they do that. No mute people or mute that shirt. People, that right, shirt. Right. Do not wear that shirt. What? I don't think you should wear that shirt. Well, because, well, because here's it the will problem. cause it's like a reverse psychology I, thing. Everyone's yeah. gonna come up to you, go, "Oh, you can't talk." No, 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 no. no. I it's feel not like true. it's gonna. This is the problem. Backfire. I was on vocal rest recently for a, a week where I did not. I tried my best. I, was, I could talk, but I was trying my best not to, and it was such a struggle being like. Even being with friends who I was like, will you talk for me? Being with my mom, she would just talk too much. She would start asking. We were, were checking into a hotel so I could go to this ENT to go get my you know, surgery pre-op meeting. And we're checking in this hotel in, Bo- in Boston. And my mom is checking us in. She can't understand the woman's accent already. We're having issues where the woman's like, two keys? My mom's like, what? Uh, two keys? It was just like, oh my, yeah, the, the classic Boston accent. And it was just already a struggle. And I'm like, if, if it were me, I would be like, okay, there's already a language barrier here. I'm struggling. I feel stupid that I don't know her language. I don't want to make her feel bad. I'm going to try to keep this as minimal as possible. But my mom, the woman's talking about the amenities. And she's like, unfortunately, our restaurant is closed right now. And my mom goes, why? Why, is it closed? Like, why do you need to know that? And my mom yeah. goes, I love a hotel restaurant. Why is it closed? Oh, and it's God. Just, yeah, and then she goes a into a whole story and I yet. looked at her. I <laughs> yeah. shot daggers into her face because I can't talk. And I'm just like, you're talking for me and you're talking so much. I just want to go. We had a long travel day. Why is it that parents when, need to know? Yeah. But now, you know, reason. When people ask questions like that, do they expect to change the what? restaurant's it, mind? Or like, you know what? Yes. You're right. This is a mistake. We're reopening That's what it I up. I keep asking. You know, I'm going to call the chef. I'm going to get him in here. I need to know he, the purpose know. of it. His wife died an hour ago, but we're going to get him back. Yeah. What, what answer was going... What did you want from that? What's the best case scenario yeah, for that answer yeah. from my mom? And she was just like, I just was curious. Why would a restaurant be closed? <laughs> it's like, I don't know, because... You and dad don't tip enough, and people are walking out of these minimum wage jobs, That's and you guys is. treat them. They you yell at them when. Can the, I the see the look that that said all that? Yeah, yeah that, 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 I, I looked at her. I started talking. I go. I think we're done here. Like we, I go. You don't need to know. And she goes. I want to know. And then, uh. and then my dad. You know, my flight got fucked up yesterday because this the people that were booking my flight misunderstood if I wanted to come back tomorrow and if tomorrow meant today or whatever because it was around it was like around. 12.30 at night, midnight, past midnight when I was booking it. And I said tomorrow, and they thought tomorrow meant the next day because we were already in tomorrow, whatever. And my dad, the next day, I told him, hey, I'm my parents stayed in L.A. till today as well, and they were going to stay an extra day. I was going to leave early. And I wrote to them and said, hey, I'm actually staying. I'm going to leave with you guys. I'm staying an extra day. And my dad goes, why? And I said, oh, you know, the flights got fucked up. And he was like, why? What? Who 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 messed it up? And I'm like, what? Why does it matter to you? That is the thing that I can't stand. Like, I love my parents so much. They are so desperate to place blame. They want uh, they want to find a scapegoat. They need to know whose fault it was. Because in my family, and I think in a lot of families, it's like everyone is so worried that they didn't do anything wrong. It was because of something else. And I go, I go, what could I say that will make you? What's what do you need to know here? Who that who fucked uh, up? Like 
I guess maybe like, I don't know who's booking your flights, Nick. I mean, what's going well, on there? You, I heard you tell the girl last night that you wanted a flight tomorrow, so you need to reconfirm with her. Did she not do it right? And I go, so you want to be mad at her? Do you want me to put the blame on her so you can what's hate her? her? Email? Maybe. What's her email? It's like, why? Where does she live? Yeah, let's dox her. <laughs> maybe your parents are secretly like, like mob life down low, and they're like really fucking up these people that are messing with your life, and they're like, just tell me your yeah. name. And all of a sudden, she's gone. Look out for like, a horse head uh, in her bed eating her ass. <laughs> yeah, this is like this is like Dexter. Your dad is Dexter, and he kills anyone that wrongs you a little bit. Uh, but I'm going on vocal rest, and I'm looking forward to it. I mean, that's three three weeks is insane. That's I a long can't tell. Time Everyone's to like, talk. Nikki, I'm so sorry, and I'm like, th- I just this have to is talk your about burn this. face moment. This is what you know how you're always like, oh, if I just burn my face, I don't have to do anything. This is your moment to oh, have, well, you yeah. have an ultimate excuse. Right. This is the ultimate. It is. I am, I'm so excited to, for what it's going to bring out in me. Cause it's going to be kind of fucked up. Like I think you're, you know, these people go, people go on silent retreats. Anya would go on silent retreats for like five d- days and like come out of it and like have a Change ego person. death or whatever yeah. it was, you know? And so I do think that I'm going to learn more about myself, about others. I'm going to learn how to like listen more and, and observe more. There's, I think it's going to be a struggle for sure to not be able to communicate. But I found that when I was just trying to be quiet the past couple weeks, it is so – I had a, a, on my phone, like I, on my you know faceplate on my phone, it said, I'm on vocal rest, can't talk, sorry. But every time I tried to show it to people, there would be an alert that pops up so it would be obscured <laughs> and they'd go, what is going on? But as soon as people saw that, I would show it to so many people, front desk of anything, it, every time, show, show me – it. Okay, you're walking up to the front guest. Okay, what can I do for you? Like they totally yeah. got it. They totally respected it. No one was ever weird about it. It was it was almost like beautiful how much people wanted to help out as soon as they knew, they understood. So I'm Well you getting... have a disability at that point. Like no one's gonna go it really this is. fucking bitch can't talk. And isn't it <laughs> ironic that oh I'm not even joking you, I think less than a month ago I said, I think I've been interested in learning sign language recently because yeah. I think I'm gonna need it. And this was before I ever dreamed that I would need vocal cord surgery. So is it car- negative karma or positive karma? I don't know if that's. Um, a- I don't know, but I think I I kind of predicted it because what the series of events that happened is that my vocal teacher. I want my dick to get bigger. <laughs> no, you have to talk about a thing you might need if your dick got bigger. Okay, like I, I'm um, learning how. I to- want to learn how to fill up a bigger hole. <laughs> Or something. For a I second, I, I, I didn't holes. even link what you said to what we were talking about. I just thought it was a total non sequitur. I thought just <laughs> mid-vocal ever... rest conversation. I want my dick to get bigger. What? <laughs> I was trying to figure out a way to get my dick bigger. But yeah, I got to fill. I got to start filling random holes. Is that holes. really still a thing that you wish? But aren't you? Don't aren't you happy? You have a, the the girlfriend of your dreams. Yeah. No one could even. Your life could not. How could it get better with a bigger dick? Like these these things that we want, and I have them too. Where I'm like. If I really got that, what's going to fucking change for me? If you I'm got not, a bigger I, dick? Yeah. <laughs> that, I, I think a lot would change. Everything would change for you. So imagine your next special, the things you could talk about. Is there anything physically that you are constantly like focused on, Ben? Like there's men that like are obsessed with people's hairlines. Like Andrew already commented on your hairline because great hair. Uh, men Thank are you. obsessed Thank with you. hairlines. They're obsessed with dick size. I get it. Women are obsessed with like, oh my god, her hair is so thick. Her legs are so long. She's so skinny. Like we have our own things too. Is there yeah. anything that you feel like, God, if you could snap your fingers and 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 have about yourself you would yeah i mean i'm not trying to sound too shallow i just wish i had a more medium-sized asshole you know 
Yeah. Wait, your asshole's too big? Well, listen, I'm not going to tell you what end of the spectrum it is. But like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mad Libs. <laughs> no, I, I need to... <laughs> You gotta atomize that asshole. I would like you to officiate over my asshole. Listen, yeah. I, I, uh, I think my my chest is is the thing that bothers me a lot. Like I feel like I've got kind of a man boob situation, and I don't oh. really work it out, and so I have bad postures. I think specifically, kind of subconsciously, because when I lean over, like shirts come off of my chest and it covers it. But then I look short and weird, and so I should stand tall, but then my boobs stick out, and it's not ideal. So that gives me a lot of a lot of joy in my life. Andrew has puffy nipples that he's insecure about, and my posture similar similar stuff man Sarah tits. Schaefer my ex you have man tits you tend to co-host had the same thing she used to in high school be so insecure about her small breasts that she would wear baggy shirts and lean over so it gave the illusion that there might oh. be big tits there so she has bad sure. posture now because she was trying oh man to at that point, illusion. just stuff your bra and walk around normal with a regular shirt yeah, yeah. or, I mean, or do the classic stuff in your bra yeah, that's got to be so demoralizing at the end of every yeah. night when you're like pulling out Taking multiple tissues, tissues and you're like, I know this is all a lie. Makeup off your face. Yeah, I guess so. And seeing it all kind go down of. the drain and, and t- pulling off your eyelashes or taking out your hair extensions or just like, it's the same thing of like, I'm, this is who I really am. And it was what, all a lie. What would you do if you went home with a guy and he just, he stuffed his his boxers with so much like like would you it's just what so are, like, would multiple, you part of our multiple fake dicks down there like it's a bunch of like padding dicks like you know baseball donuts for when you're in the batting it wouldn't be okay because box. that would just show it would just be like listen makeup is an is an active lie that we all kind of embrace as a culture dyeing your hair hair extensions like these kinds of things men know about if it was like no, I, I would be very concerned about this guy's uh, insecurities if gotcha. he was doing that. Or if he had like lifts in his shoes or something that was like, come on, man, just. I took a Viagra the other day and uh, I, I had sex. I had an orgasm and then my penis was, I had more blood in my penis than I've ever had where I thought I needed a doctor. But then I was like, wait, this is just what happens to, you know, I don't think I have that great a blood flow. In my penis, mm. I think that's where the problem lies. I think a full, or in general, yeah, I, but, yeah. Like, I, it, yeah, my blood pressure. I actually took it the other day at the one twenty over like whatever. My dick is one twenty. I'm happy. Over <laughs> I'm happy that you at least had sex. It'd be weird if you took Viagra just to see it get bigger and then just walk around. <laughs> I did, have done that. I jerked <laughs> off in a condom first time. Whoa! Did you ever do that? The first time you ever jerked off, or for the first time? First time, just to try what a condom. I did a test run for years before you were, before you had sex. Yeah, yeah I don't like a rubber you, smell yeah. on my hands. I'm not looking for extra rubber exposure. <laughs> right. I don't need. I don't need my hands smelling like I'm a. You don't want to sound at a children's birthday party doing balloon animals. You know what I mean? That's not. Or you're at like a a, a speedway in like grease yeah. lightning. Yeah, I don't rubber. need. Yeah. I don't old... need sex for me to sound like like. <laughs> I guess you'll never work for NASCAR. Um, <laughs> you're damn right. Well, I will not. <laughs> I actually talked to a friend recently. Maybe you guys can help me out with this. She said she's in her 30s and she's been hooking up a lot. She's a single woman that just kind of got out of a long-term relationship and she's been hooking up. And men cannot get hard. They either lose it Mm. or they just can't get hard. And she is a very beautiful girl. And I told her, let me just see if this is right. 
is that it is not you. If anything, it is you because you're so hot. They're nervous. And it's like I said the same way that women, we mm. we sometimes get in our heads because we're so nervous that the guy's going to think we like taste weird or we're, we're bad at sex or we're, they're going to see our cellulite. And sometimes I can't get wet because I'm so turned off. I like this guy so much that I'm so in my head and so worried that I can't get wet. Can you imagine if you had to fill your dick with blood and keep a beam supported? How, we just have to get wet and you can spit on your hand and slap it on. Guys I mean, I can make, imagine it. That's my life. Yeah. I know, but it's like, I think yeah. women get so offended when men can't get boners, but it's... Oh, yeah. It's not just get, it's keep. Keep. It's the keep. sustainability yeah, that's... thing. But, and I said to her, men, is this true that she, these are, she's dating men in their 30s, 40s, like, these guys wouldn't be hooking up with her, this beautiful girl, if they weren't attracted to her in the first place, right? Like, uh, a guy is, you're not trying to no, just get sometimes you it. don't know. Sometimes you don't know if you're attracted to somebody, even though you think that they're hot. Like, I've had this issue, and I don't know if it's true for you too, Andrew, but, like, when I was single, like, I I sometimes would have that issue, but only if it was, like, somebody that I, like, really actually wasn't that attracted to. And whenever it was somebody I was, like, really attracted to, it was never an issue ever. And so it is sometimes oh. just about chemistry. It's not them. They don't need to feel yeah. bad. It's about chemistry. Because sometimes these are beautiful someone gets women, naked. right? Like, it's yeah. a woman that you are, you like, so You obviously took them out 100%. But like sometimes but you just about get the naked. Way, the chemistry of the your chemistry, pheromones. The, yeah, the way that they think, the whatever they think is sexy just doesn't match what you think is sexy. Your dirty yeah. talk doesn't match your vibes. And I'm all of a sudden I'm like, oh, what you're saying and doing is not my favorite and vibe. And you're saying someone, she's a bad person and no one will ever love her, right? Yeah. yeah basically, mm -hmm. it's just, don't worry. It's not just sexually. It's overall you're bad. Yeah. yeah, yeah like yeah. you should just well, become I think a there's, there's a few things. One, alcohol, uh, condom. Putting a condom on can affect the... No one's wearing those. Let's skip that one going. Okay. Really? Everybody wears <laughs> them. And even put a... No, everyone should. Everyone does, right? I always no. did. I don't I think always people did. do. I always Good did. Good for you. Unless I was in a relationship, I always did. I would not like I, I look back and how stupid I was in not demanding them every single time. I really empower women to do that and to not just let it yeah. slide. Literally, I can't you know, that's like an just, <laughs> girl, I mean, girls do it all the time. I Noah, can you speak to this? Of just like it. you just you want it in the moment almost as much as men do when you are stupid enough to put your dick in something that you don't know and you go, Why did yeah. I do that? It's like you get so horny that you're just like, I don't need a condom. Who cares? Noah? Or you just think that like, oh, well, he knows best, so he would know to put one on. Yes. And then it's like he you knows just feel himself. awkward bringing it up. Yeah. I, and I, I, I know also myself regret. doesn't have any diseases. And so if he's not putting on a condom, he must not have diseases because yeah. otherwise he would protect me from that because he cares so much about me, this guy who's drunk and I just I met. I remember talking <laughs> to, to a friend where I, I had, for a long time, I just had this idea of women will, can never or would never choose to hurt you or like would never lie to you. So like I remember this woman was like hey you want to put with a your mother what well, yeah i know she goes <laughs> look where'd you get that <laughs> she never told me to put a condom on so, 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 so she just told me to shave she just told you yeah. to raw dog it or what's the <laughs> look she couldn't get wet with if i had a hair on my face <laughs> i'm not talking about her pussy i'm talking about the, the wine in her glass anyway so 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 um the girl was like, hey, do you have a condom? And I was like, I was telling someone this story, and I was like, oh, she must have thought I had a disease. And they were like, no, she might be worried about giving you something. And it was like the first time like I ever thought, like, oh, you're asking me to put a condom on because you might have something to give me. 
I always saw it as like you don't want to get something from me. Right. I don't know. No, it was if just I an had interesting something way to that like... I could give to a guy, I would not just be like, Never. wear a condom. I would tell him what I had, or I would just. And that's when we'd stop I would getting not, hard. I would be abstinent. <laughs> that's when our heart on school Well, I would not bring up I have herpes in the heat of the moment as I'm about to take his dick out. Like I would have that conversation probably prior. But how to hard that, is it but... just to say can? I'd say, do you have protection? It's like it's like two and a half words. Do you have protection? You can just say, do protection? It's like two and a half yeah. words. It's not that hard there to say. There you go with your word counts again. Well, because it feels better without it. And you feel like there's something as a woman that if you really like a guy and you feel like you're asking him to do a thing that you've heard over and over, guys go, oh, condoms. He might like you less because you're making him do this thing. It might push him away because you're put it, You're saying, I don't trust you. And women, we are operating from our own perspectives of like, mm-hmm. if a guy told us to put on a, a was like, was like, I need to get a condom to fuck you. We would take that as like. He doesn't like us. Or he thinks I'm dirty. So, so if we ask you to wear a condom, we think you might think, oh, I don't like him. And then you're like, uh, no, but I like you so much and I don't want him to think that. Noah, can you speak right. to any of this? Uh, yeah, Yes. Everything that Nikki says, I think a lot of girls think of. 100%. But the thing is, but- what girls don't know, and I need to make this clear, is that when you have boundaries for yourself, men are so fucking horny for it. And I yeah. wish we could just fucking drill it into girls' heads so much yeah. sooner that when you yeah. say no to things, guys will like, it doesn't ever fail to not write back to his text, to play it a little cool. It never fails to uh, actually go, actually, I'm not comfortable with that. I'd rather do this. Like That's unfortunately like, true. It's it it never doesn't work, girls. Yeah. It doesn't ever not work. I I can't, I can't think of one example of a girl yeah. giving the guys what they want and they like them more than a girl actually doing what she wants. Also with condoms specifically, I mean, you want to guys want to get laid so badly. Literally, the only I guarantee every woman listening to this, the only thought in any man's head if if a girl said, "Do you have a condom?" Literally, all our thought would be like, "Oh, if they don't have one, oh my god, how can I get one right now? Immediately, absolutely!" Like they're never gonna think, "Whoa, whoa, hold on a second. I think we're different, though, Ben. I'm not kidding you. I think there are some like younger guys who would go like. Fuck you, bitch! Like, yeah, get, like, uh, like. Are, there's like some real dirtbag f boys that make thing, women feel bad. There could be a thing too where you let a guy have sex with you without a condom, right? Yeah. Then the next day he goes, "Man, she she let me just fuck her raw dog." She he's gonna put he's gonna project her being a slut. I'm telling you, girls. She lets I know that it be this easy, so then he's not gonna respect you. You're right on it. Like, yeah. this is fucked there's up. There's something to that. But when yeah. you sleep with a guy too soon, even if you're someone who doesn't sleep with guys too soon, and this guy's different, and you are, you've only slept with one guy in your whole life, and you're choosing to sleep with this guy on the second date because you feel something... There is a part of his brain, even if he were to know that, that goes, this was pretty easy to get her to do this. I don't know if I can trust her outside of me because I I'm I don't I can't believe I got this girl to do this. I didn't even do anything. So there's a part that he will respect you a little bit less. And I know that's hard to hear and that's anti-feminist. It's like, but you gotta sometimes you gotta fake like you uh, even if you know you trust him and you feel like it, you're ready to do it, there's a part of men's psyche that they cannot help that make them go, well, that was easy. And so she must give this away all the yeah. time. There's something too. also like when you're in a relationship, you you know, you start you you have sex with someone that, you know, might just be a fling and you wear a condom and then you have sex more and you work. And then after like 20 times, you go, hey want to go no con like there's like it's almost yes. like saying i love you the worst <laughs> like, is there's like a use... big moment when you're like 
Let's just leave the condom. The worst Let's... is when you've had sex with someone or you've had sex without a condom and then you decide that you want to not have sex with them oh, anymore. Or you can't not, go back. Oh, it's very hard to go back. Now you want them very to wear a hard condom. To go back. Hard to and go back. girls, you can go back. You can. You can well, change it up whenever you fucking want to. But yes. I, even my 38-year-old woman brain still has a part of me that goes... I can't, you can't I can't not back. fuck him now yeah. because I already gave that away. Oh. I can't go back to just dry humping or making out or, you know, but you can, you can do whatever you want. Yes. Well, you can also just make up, <laughs> you can also just make up that it's your period and that'll buy you a whole handful of days. No, because then they go, I don't care. Yeah, that's also true. The right guy will not care is what I'm saying. You can call the bluff on that. That's true. But also, can I ask you a question just about, about sex styles too? I could use the blood were... in my penis. <laughs> oh, my God. Isn't that how it works? Like your dick's like a straw. <laughs> like that vacuum thing we were talking about. I'll tell you. The oh, yeah, the dentist. <laughs> I will tell you before we get to their question, Ben. Getting having sex on your period when you've just started, there is a plunger effect to it of like it oh. gets things going and it like you're so crampy down there that it feels so good to have something just like like get in there. So period a, sex a, to, for a, me a plunger plus. effect. You said is that what you said? A yeah, it just like it plunges <laughs> out. It like gets out all this like I'm here to remove to the check. period of the blood. Let's do it. <laughs> Knowing Nikki, she actually has tissues. <laughs> I probably have a plunger in my bed. I, I think I do. It was on my show. That pussy pump thing. Okay, Ben, what's your question? Well, no, I don't know if I can follow that, but we were we were we, we were my my brain is in eight places at the moment, but. Uh, we were talking <laughs> about, you know, sexual styles and chemistry. Like, do you guys like, like some, and it totally isn't an insult to someone's hotness, like we said, because it's just about vibes. But like one move I always hated was when like, you're about to go downtown to Chinatown and the girl's like, I'll be right back. And like, she'll come out of the bathroom naked, like fully naked. Or we'll just like take oh. off all of her clothes before I'm ready for that level. Like, yeah, you want to present. You don't want someone to just it. give you a present. No, it's like God. 70s sex. It's like coming out of the bathroom. Yeah. Like, I don't want 70s sex. I'd That's like to remove note. your clothes. Let me do it. I like it. that too. Yeah. I, I. But here's the thing: they're probably going in the bathroom to freshen up their clothes. Of course, but yeah. just well, freshen up, put your clothes back on. No, but then they're worried about probably putting on the dirty underwear that they just sweated in. Well, keep it a little loose then. Keep it or take it. I don't know. (laughs) Girls, they're not going to care. They're not like smelling your underwear as they go down there. They're just going to take them off. They don't care. They don't care. We got to go to break. We'll come back with more with Ben Glaber after this. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. 
Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
All right, we're back with Ben Glebe. Check out his special on YouTube, The Mad King. Ben, it's been so fun with you. We are now going to do our segment where we get um, our listeners' voice memos that they send into the show. Questions, concerns, comments, compliments. Uh, it runs the gamut, so you're going you're gonna to play a part in this. It's time for Fanthrax. <laughs> All right, let's hear. So face your dad made. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, before we get to the first voicemail, I just want to let everyone know that Ben has other things besides the Mad King. He has yes. uh, Glebe Off the Top, which is oh a God, virtual so show at, at Nowhere Comedy. And uh, people can buy tickets for that at BenGlebe.com. And that's on September 3rd. Those are yeah. so fun. They are yeah, it, you, Ben you a has a comedy club in his house. And it's virtual and you watch on Zoom and Ben does a show completely off the top, meaning like completely improv and does all these characters and interacts with people on Zoom. If you don't want to interact, you can totally opt out of doing that. Like, I don't want to discourage because some people are like, I don't want to be called out. But it is so much fun to tune into. If you don't have anything going on September 3rd, absolutely turn it tune into that. It is so, so fun. And just wear a T-shirt that says, I don't want to interact with Ben. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And it is. You know what I can recommend? It's a really fun thing to tell your like family uh, if you are you know have family like out of town that you haven't seen in a while it's a good way to like connect with them and watch something all at once that is this unique experience i think it's fun like if you have fr- family out of town or like lonely you know moms and dads that like don't really know how that world works like it, it would blow their minds they can download it's on nowhere comedy club just check it out yeah it's uh, on top of zoom and just one thought about it too just we have a bunch of other shows still too if you go to nowherecomedyclub.com and even if that show's not for you there's like paul Provenza's green rooms coming back and we're doing it there oh, nice. you can see stand up it's really really fun and it really feels like a night out at a club but in your own home so you don't need to get a babysitter you don't need to pay for parking drink minimums you can get fucked up in your own house and not have to drive anywhere it really is fun we make it and feel it's like a it's a live night out. One time experience and it just yep. feels like you are a part of something that only you are witnessing. It's really special and I really I can't recommend it enough, especially for people that just have social anxiety, scared about COVID, want to st- like it's just something to do inside, save money and uh, buy tickets to go see Newer Comedy in the in the safety of your own home. Thanks, All right, thanks. let's get to Fanthrax. Okay. Uh, uh, I got worried for a second that wasn't Ben's hand when where? he scratched his <laughs> Oh, really? <laughs> Well, he does. Oh, <laughs> I don't know why. Didn't it, the angle of it really? <laughs> came. All right, sorry. Okay, so uh, Andrew, this message is kind of sort of for you. Oh gosh. Hey guys, this is one of your besties, Cash. I'm just going through your podcast, starting from one. I'm at one forty nine. Oh my god! And um, Nikki's comments on Andrew's butthole about how it's a doggy door is just cracking me up. Especially as a as a GI doc, um, oh, Andrew, wow. uh, I am happy to give you a complimentary rectal inspection exam uh, when I see you guys. So um, offers out there. Love you guys, uh, Jacaranda. Wait a second. Would would you do that? That's so nice. It I mean, has maybe a, you can meet me at the Nowhere Comedy Club. <laughs> it, it has a doggy parts. door? What does that even mean? Andrew has a lot of asshole issues. It runs in his family. Oh. And, yeah, uh, or walks. It's bad. It, uh, leaks the, the, uh, in his family. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, no. Ben, 
Ben has a little hand going up. Whoa. Ben, if we're, is that you my GI YouTube, doc? <laughs> that thing might be able to fit in there and scrape around. <laughs> Would uh, you let a fan investigate what's going on back there, a GI doc? I mean, his name was Cash. <laughs> yeah. he I don't doctor, know. your doctor cannot be named Cash. That is not no. ideal. Uh, that is hey, it's with a K. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Cash, Cash with a K? K? Oh, Whoa. boy. I'm Cash yeah, only when I go in the back door. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'd let him look at my asshole. Let me know like where he's at and credentials with a K. Huh? <laughs> The only the only worse name for a GI doc than Cash would be Joe. <laughs> why? Why? GI Joe would not be ideal. Oh, that's uh, funny. <laughs> the the best I think we gotta put together every joke that Nikki has to be explained. Did you get GI Joe? No, I didn't. Okay. <laughs> I'm not saying that you should like the I'm one yesterday. I don't know if it was good enough to for to not be explained. But I oh, love anorexia, like where you said I was crippling. crippling. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> crippling stage right? I mean, it was a leap, which I couldn't do back then, or I would have broken a leg. Okay, <laughs> um, no, that's that's a part of the autism. Um, remember the checklist of things? Oh, I don't think you were on that episode. There's this book I'm reading called The uh, Divergent Mind about um, autism that isn't diagnosed in women, and one of the things is has a hard time understanding jokes. And I know that's ironic for me, but I really do often go like I don't get it like well I feel like your brain is one or the other like either you're in joke mode or you're in serious mode yes. and if you're in serious mode I can't you access can't you it. can, it's like a there's like a speaking of jokes I'm so fucking excited this weekend because I was supposed to be out of town in LA still but I'm going to be in town in St. Charles at the funny bone uh Dan Mintz is going to be there and he's oh, one of my him. favorite joke writers Ever and so I get to funny. go watch him. I mean, I honestly, it's like I might check that seeing out. Hedberg. It's like it really is. He's he's as good as Hedberg. I think at writing jokes. It's he's the he's the best. He's he the goat so in my good. opinion. He is right? so funny. He's so good, and he's the voice of Tina on Bob's Burgers. He's like the yes, star Tina of Bob's Belcher. Burgers. Yes. But a uh, quick quick thought I have to share about being, sure? being neurodivergent. Um, this was a pretty weird moment that happened the other day. So like a couple months ago, a buddy of mine. He's like the showrunner of a TV show that just sold on like for an ABC sitcom about it. And one of the two lead characters is a neurodivergent character. And mm. he had me audition for it. So I like worked on it for like four days. I like studied being neurodivergent. I really figured out. I you created like a character. Looked in the mirror a lot. Mm-hmm. Looked in the mirror. Part of neurodivergent, <laughs> I just picture someone like having Avenger like skills. He's neurodivergent. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Like it sounds very like badass. I think neurodivergent people would really like that analogy. I oh, think no. they would. But my point being is I did not get the part even though I felt like I embodied this thing because oh, – and so I made so a tape and I sent it in. And then he said to me, it was really great. It was amazing. But we realized we probably should hire someone who actually is neurodivergent, which oh, is great and that's really nice of them. But then I immediately realized, oh, great. So now there's just a tape floating around of me pretending to be neurodivergent. Oh, yeah. Your I am Sam <laughs> <laughs> reject tape. It's just floating around there. We yeah, did not hire him. But <laughs> um, Here's the thing. You lean um, into it. You lean into it, and then you get the next show about a neurodivergent. And well, everyone will think you're neurodivergent. Have you, have you watched mm-hmm. that new show on Amazon, The Way I Am or The Way I See It? Or It's it's a Rick Glassman show. Who Rick oh. Glassman is on the uh, on the spectrum. And it's mm. all the cast members are on the spectrum. It's great. It's a great show about like adults living with autism. It's really funny and heartwarming, and I really like it. He's a very funny, it, weird dude. Oh my god, he's so fucking weird in the best way. His yep. podcast is insane. Um, yeah, he that was a trip doing that podcast. It was 
<laughs> there was a, I had to take it's called take your shoes off. You have to take yep. your shoes off when you go to his apartment. He has a lot of things that he needs you to do. Organize, right? Yeah, like but it's like he's he's special and he's so funny too. Rick Glassman, check out his podcast and his show about um people on the spectrum. Okay, let's get to the next uh and Ben, I really hope to see you on something on TV soon. You're a great Thank actor. Thank you. Thank you. I would like that. I have a show on Disney Plus. You can watch me act as an old as a ghost. Uh, a 1920s film star died in a fire. Oh, they didn't want to cast actual ghosts. They didn't cast one. actual ghosts. They tried. They tried very hard. The the, Wait, the show's called? called Just Beyond, and it's an anthology series. Marl Stein. So I'm I'm in episode two. Oh. I'm, on the, I'm on the poster too. I'm I'm like the main ghost in this thing, or one of them. It was really fun to do, and and cool. it, it was it was cool. And you'll watch it, and it'll it, you'll 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 enjoy it. I, I and I you had not I texted am. back enough women that you've had sex with that they were like, y- "You're a ghost." Yeah, <laughs> you've ghosted. <laughs> yeah, I did the live research on that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Next. Uh, next. Panthrax. Okay. So last week we had uh, Chris on the show, Nikki's boyfriend, and we have Ooh. some Ooh. Nikki and Chris sitting, sitting in, in a tree. tree. <laughs> Will he throw her off? <laughs> and G. All right. So we have s- not feedback, but something learned. I'd I like mean, I think you two are really cute mother. together, and, and, and I loved listening to you. And... Oh my god! I thought that was. I, I thought too. that was a voice. I, I was did. like, oh my god, this person <laughs> is so weird. I, I got feel it. So I bad. Got it. Their okay. voice sucks. All right. Here's Jamie. <laughs> oh my god. Hi, besties. Um, I'm calling in because of Chris's story about the guy at the gym. He wanted to cut that out, and I loved it so much. Um, Chris on the show is also amazing. I love you guys. I love Chris. I love it all, Anya. Um, I love this story also because something happened to me similar to that. Uh, I was parking my car, and I uh, was parallel parking, and I guess I got really close to the car in front of me. Didn't hit it. The guy gets out and yells at me for getting so close, and I realize I have one of two options so I decide to just say oh sorry about that didn't realize it got so close he proceeds to yell at me and I just said sorry about that have a great night and walked away and then the next day I see him again and he came up to me and apologized and thanked me for reacting the way that I did Um, and it just felt really really good Um, I never saw that guy again not like Andrew I mean uh Chris, he's the guy at the gym, but uh, it's such a good feeling to meet that type of energy with kindness or just what, what the other person's not expecting. They're expecting you to react and get a reaction from you. Um, So it's, it's nice to give them something else and they might actually accept that. Anyway, love you guys. Don't be cut and jackpot. Oh my god, I love that story. Yeah, it was about Chris told a story about confronting someone. At the, someone confronted him at the gym. He spilled water and was like, "Oh, I, I guess I'll just clean this up for you." And Chris was like, "Okay, what the hell?" And then later on, Chris confronted this guy because he was like, you know, the he he was you know enforcing all the rules of the gym, and he saw that this guy had his gym bag out, and there's all these signs that say like no gym bag. So Chris days later saw the same guy with his gym bag out, and he goes, "Oh, what does the sign say?" And the guy was like, "Man, I'm sorry." And Chris was like. Man, I am too. I don't know why I did that. And they both like yeah. hugged, and now they're friends. And it's just like a, I love that. the The other day, um, I was at Starbucks and I was waiting for my order. Something was up with it, and the guy was clearly ignoring me. There was no one at the this Starbucks. They were not busy. He was just socializing and not even like doing anything. And I was I had done my mobile order like ten minutes beforehand, and there was no action happening. And so I was just gonna go. 
oh, did you get it? You know? And I go, excuse me. And he ignores me. And I say it a little bit louder. I'm like, excuse me. And he just, he literally goes like this. And I go, I'm sorry. Did I, was that rude? What I just did? Or what's going on here? Cause he was just, and he goes, what? And I go, you just rolled your eyes so obviously. That was insane. I go, what's going on? Did I, did, am I being rude when I'm asking? I go, I just ordered a mobile order. I'm just trying to see where my drink is. I'm, I know this job sucks. I'm sorry. And he was, and his coworker was laughing so hard because this guy is obviously like such a yeah. little, like just tired of all these Karens and really going to let us have it. And I just go, I'm sorry. And he was like, I'm really embarrassed that I did that. I'm really sorry. And like apologize. Uh, and it was nice. And then it was, and then he was like, can I get you anything else? And I was like, have a good day. I know this job fucking sucks. And I'm sure that I represent everyone that sucks coming up to you, but it was just a nice moment. But it, it, I've never had my, the eyes rolled at me so hard <laughs> and mean, ignored twice. It was did, so rude. Did you ever consider maybe it was a little bit your fault for having ordered a coffee? I know from a business that makes coffee. Yeah, think about it. I mean, it's like this guy's got his day and his own agenda, and you're sitting there and just pop- popping an order in. I've, I consider it's, that to be on you almost 90, 95%. An eye there followed by a head roll. Oh, dude, it was I've, so I've, crazy. I've sat there. And he thought I was not going to call it out. That's the thing. Like, he thought I was going to be a little yeah. bitch and just take it and go, I'm sorry, but I just go, what did I do that warrants this? I really needed to know because I was like, I don't get it. Yeah, you've you waited before. I mean, no, I've just I've done that where someone's ignoring me and I will just not because I don't want that interaction. I'll I'll be like, oh, I guess I'll just go to Dunkin' Donuts they, <laughs> or like, oh, it's yep. been three days later and we're just and still you, standing you, you here. You almost check your own but peripheral like, vision. I know to go, you maybe know. they can't see yeah. me, so you kind of turn and go, can they? And they go, no, they can absolutely see you. And listen, I know customer service is a fucking terrible job, and people treat you like shit yeah. out there. Um, but it's just it's it, I I would I, I, I wish that people who work in customer service could I wish that they could be rude to the customer more like I do, I know that it is going against what I just said but when, I wasn't being rude but when a customer the, the reason rude, he did totally. that to me was because, because there are a lot because of there were a lot yes. of rude customers that he does have to put up with and I bet he has to you know keep his mouth shut for those and he just had it that day it was mm. a, during a, a lull and he just had a bunch of traffic a bunch of Karens coming up being like excuse me I wanted soy and he's like it is soy and she's like oh okay sorry it just tasted like different but it's like okay well can I have another just in case like because yeah. I'm lactose it's like just don't explain it bitch just so i wish though that there was this new shift in customer service where the customer is sometimes wrong restaurants are so desperate to stay afloat and they rely on customers so much they have to just kiss their ass it's just it's it's awful all all customer service should be the style of a philly cheesesteak shop where they just are allowed to be as rude to you as possible yeah i like yes at the bevix or whatever and the bevix i love that place it goes back to have you been there yes where they insult you and they're like hurry up sir oh you want a side salad you little bitch like oh it's like i'm at denny's oh we used to love it what are you doing Last Resort is another place that's rude to you. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, like that's their theme. But I think that, yeah, I, I, um, I wish that more people could just like talk back to to the customers because cus- the customers always right is just a bad. Is it is it called Dick's Last Resort because being rude to people is a Dick's Last Resort? Wait, what? Oh, yeah. It's oh, the like last the thing last resort. Yeah, if be... a guy's a dick, his last move is like, well, let's be rude to everybody then. How about that? Yeah. 
But shit. I bet you, if I was a, whenever I have a rude waiter, I always tip them more because I want them to think because no. oh, I know dude. that they think I'm you not going to tip well. Bad and so I go, I've, I've actually proved them wrong. I've had the worst haircuts of my life. So it would work and for I, companies, and I tip them so well. Yeah. Really? I'm, Why? I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Because I want them I, to like me. Because when yeah. a waitress is rude to me, I think it's that thing of um, the pretty me. woman yeah. thing where they go, "Oh, she doesn't have a lot of money. She's not even going to tip me well." And I go, "This bitch is rude to me because she thinks that I'm not going to tip well. I'm going to prove her wrong by tipping so fucking well." And then it's like, "What am no. I doing?" But it's also, I think, no. but then it's self, then it's <laughs> fulfilling what she thinks of exactly. me. And yeah. then she's going to never have bad reinforcement for that you behavior. You know what I, you should do? You should find the waitress that at the table next to you and go. Can can I give you a hundred dollars right yes, now? Because I'm very generous move. with money to people yes. who seem to do really be uh, good at their job, yeah. and, then and put I it would on love TikTok. to reward it. Have you seen these people on TikTok? They'll give like a thousand dollar tip, but they'll film it and be like, "Am I going to change your?" They're, they get off on it. It's all about them. Yeah. It has nothing to do with the tip. I support it though. Still, anything still that's getting giving more people, it to yeah, money out there. No, I yeah, agree that's, with that. I mean, I'm sure they ask for it back though, right yeah. when the camera's off. I accidentally gave you a hundred bucks. You mind if I get that back? Pay you on the internet on the money that I make off of TikTok from this. So can I get at least twenty percent back? I need four All more right. tattoos on my face. Final thought. Last next Fandrex. Okay, this next one is from Stevie. Hi, Nikki, Andrew, and Noah, and Luigi. Oh, I was just responding to. I've heard you mention several times on the podcast now how you like find out like what cum is and what all these like kind of adult things are when you're a kid. And that story specifically sticks out in my mind of cum when I was maybe 10 or 12 years old, cell phones were just starting to be a thing and like, you know, cost $80 to send a text message and could only be like a hundred characters. And me and my girlfriend had just gotten phones and were texting each other. And my mom was super overbearing and always like just really religious growing up and always thought like I was always doing these like nasty, horrible things as like a young kid. And I was so naive. I had no idea what like blowjob parties were or the bracelets or anything like that. So my girlfriend texts me that this boy she was supposed to go on a go out on a date with didn't come. Like he didn't show up to the date, but she shortened it to C-U-M in the text message. And my mom freaked out and was like thinking me and my friend were having sex and all this stuff. And I'm like, what are you talking about? It's just like, he didn't come and didn't show up. And oh my, my mom realized it and had to me. like then explain to me what come was as oh like a young my child. God, so that's so and that funny. just sticks out to me so vividly as a memory. Sorry for this being oh, so long, but sweet... anyways, I love you guys. And Jean jacket. If you've seen, nope. Oh, that is so sweet. What a sweet misunderstanding. When kids say filthy things and they don't realize it. Yeah. I'm just uh, trying he to... didn't come. And her that, mom's like, oh. well, we need to talk about a lot of things. That yeah, if he didn't first come, of all, you got to use job, more honey. hand. Yeah. That reminds me of a horrible one that happened in my childhood. So my mom's Israeli and I don't speak Hebrew, but I, I maybe know a few sentences that I should have remembered. And I had these two Israeli friends in eighth grade. And so I was hanging with them and I asked them to teach me how to say, so I could t- say to my mom, teach me how to say, I want to speak Hebrew. And they made me memorize a phrase, and I went to oh, my boy. mother as a 13-year-old boy, and I said, "No." I said, Ani says zayin batachat ivrit. Which Noah, means, I, do you which know? Me, you know what it means, Noah? Yes. You want to say? I didn't hear the last word. What was, what was the last word? Ivrit. Okay, so he, um, I, I want a dick in my butt Hebrew. Hebrew. <laughs> <laughs> they knew I would know the word Hebrew, so they threw that on there. 
And my mom, I met and my I mom. Like just at the end, you go like Razzledoz and like Hebrew. <laughs> and so I made my mom translate it back to me because she was laughing so hard. I'm like, "What did I just say?" And she's like, "You said you want to dick your ass, Hebrew." And I'm like, "Oh, oh no, my God!" This was the most mortifying, but maybe not as she bad. She probably thinks like that's how you were coming out of the closet. Like you've worked so hard yeah. on this. You're like you don't. He doesn't know a lot of Hebrew. He's just studying. And he wants to like say it <laughs> yeah. in the like oh, then, my yeah. oh, God. the way I would have. Yeah, this is really heartfelt. Yeah, oh. like Moses coming down. Oh my like God! He carved it. Yeah, really not or ideal. But then also yeah. one time, so one time I had a one night stand with a girl, and the next day she texted me something very confusing. She wrote, "I know I'll never see you again, but if I do, I'll see you then." And I just wanted to Dr. reply. Dr. Zeus? <laughs> <laughs> the places you'll go. <laughs> not with me. <laughs> she was very poetic, yes. And and not with me. <laughs> and, and, and so I just wanted to write back, huh? H-U-H, huh? And my phone autocorrected it to HIV, and I sent it to her <laughs> the moment oh after a one-night <laughs> Oh, oh my god. Did you should have wrote back. Oh. I meant AIDS. Oh my god, that's so funny. HIV is like the K of fucking things to get. You know what I mean? Like it's so short yet says so like you know when someone writes just K. Oh yeah. Oh my what did she write back to that? She was like WTF with a million exclamation points. <laughs> Which and she I was meant like, to write is herpes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I'm so sorry. I just meant huh. I would meant huh. And I don't correct it. <laughs> She's like, are you sure? And you go, I'm positive. And she's like, wait, wait, what? <laughs> All right, that's our show with Ben Glebe. You guys, thank you so much for listening oh, all week. Shit. Ben, you were such a great guest. You'll have to come back. It was too much fun. I would love Check it. out Ben's special. Please support him. Uh, go, check out his show off the top at the No Word Comedy Club. But follow him on social and check out his uh, you have a podcast yeah my po- you've been on it my podcast last, week, last, on on last, last week, week on earth last week on earth i cover yes. everything that happened oh, yeah. in the last week and it just came back a brand new season so check it awesome. out awesome god busiest man alive i do a lot of i mean when does he sleep never, never. <laughs> yeah how much did sleep did you get last night three hours and 40 minutes again did you nap at all yesterday i did i napped two and a half hours but today i can't do that i have like back okay things. so you're going on like six out six hours a day okay that's not good we get we're gonna work on that we'll check in with you later on thank you so much ben we love you so much love you too. uh guys have a great weekend don't be cut and jack Harlow. kennedy something that makes me crazy is when people say well i had this career before but it was a waste And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, 
and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.